Hey guys, what's up? This is Lizzie Jean, and you're tuning in to another episode of the EXO Podcast. I had the absolute pleasure of sitting down with Company at Forbidden Kingdom Music Festival on site after he played his back-to-back with Dion Timmer. It was amazing to speak with such a pioneer in the bass scene from working for somatics after graduating icon to really just paving the way for so many up-and-coming bass producers today signed to never say die just released a huge drum and bass tune with teddy killers on monster cat we cover all of it do not forget to check out the bloopers ad free exclusives all on my patreon at www.patreon.com backslash this is lizzie jane you get access to all of our episodes the day before they go live as well as little extras. Without further ado, I want to thank Rockstar Energy for keeping us powered through the whole entire weekend at Insomniac's events for Bin Kingdom Music Festival. This is Lizzie Jane and you're tuning into another episode of the XO Podcast. How are you doing, Kyle? I'm doing great. Good, good. Excited to be uh, back in the, in the midst of it. Yeah, it's starting to feel more like a normal thing. Like I had Ubby Dubby and then SMF and then this. You've and, played like every major festival. Yeah, back. which is cool. I mean, I, I was telling a lot of people that I love festivals and like I'm always down for the big crowds and huge reactions and stuff like that. But I'm like dying for an in-your-face kind of like intimate venue or like... Um, to do more stuff like that. Absolutely. Like, like 500 cap. Rooms. Yeah, get on the rail with them and shit like that. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I assume you have some stuff working this fall where you're yes. going to be yeah. doing yeah, that, that and stuff. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's cool because it's like the energy here is super awesome, but I feel like when you're in a venue, the energy is completely different. Yeah, where you can like see the heat in front of you. Like everyone's just going crazy on the rail. Like, uh, like a Chinese laundry vibe would be so nice right now in Australia. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I, I've only played there once and it came off of like a really long China run. And I was like, my first show I played in Australia ever. And I was like, oh, I'm moving here one day. Like, Yeah. Oh, it. absolutely. That's like a super historic venue too. Yeah. So I'm sure that was super dope to play. Yeah. It was almost like intimidating because of how high the standards are for crowds there. Like I was like. Yes. Well, yeah. And you can just like throw feel. it down. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Is it super different like vibe wise and crowd wise when you go overseas or is it kind of comparable in the same sense? Australia um, wasn't like really super on the headbang wave it's more like a i'm sure you've seen like marauda stage presence oh, like yeah. it's a little bit more like that but like they go crazy and like it's one of those places where they scream the drops louder than the actual like like you hear them like mouthing the drops over everything like damn in all the chinese laundry and like china is like got some like crazy in sync headbanging like they have weird like like the crowd is just so like linked together yeah. Um, that's great. Japan is incredibly like passionate. Like, I don't know. Well, you can just feel like the, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like that was one of the places I like cried on stage. Like no way. love Japan. I wish I got to spend more time there and the weather was a little better. Mm-hmm. And I was from myself again, coming off another China run and just stayed for like a weekend and like slander hooked me up with some really good people. And I met the promoters and stuff. And like, I had the best time of my life. That's fucking awesome. Because you guys are all on Prodigy, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a nice family to be a part of. It's the best. Yeah. yeah. And I got to, like, move into them with my current manager, Mike Lasanti. So it wasn't, like, a lot changed, but, like, it, a bunch did at the same time. But operations were still the same. Like, 
that's my guy, my go-to, and everything. So that's awesome. How long have you been with Mike and with Prodigy? I know one was longer than yeah, the other. Yeah, Mike. Mike picked me up in like I think he's been managing me for like five years now, and like he just DM'd me on Instagram, and like you know, I, it was it was a situation that worked out really well, and like we just did like a trial period, like yeah, let's just see how we click, like. And, like, in the first week of just, you know, chatting and working together, he had, like, fired up, like, a whole, like, Dropbox and, like, you're going to put this here and we're going to start doing this to get you these shows. And, like, I was like, whoa, this, is this how it. things are yeah. supposed to be? And, like, uh, basically got me, like, offered for a full EP with Never Say Die. And I was like, yo, let's just do it. Let's lock this down. And, like, and that was your start with Never Say Die? Yeah, yeah. My oh, start okay. with Mike and my start with Never Say Die were kind of, like, That's both rolled together and, like, you know, it just started snowballing at that point. Because so. Never Say Die is like your family. That's kind of like yeah. your home grounds. Yeah. And you've had, you just had a release on Never Say Die. And you just had your first uh, drum and bass release. Yeah, with Monster Cat. Yes. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was cool. Yeah, how was, uh, how was that working with Teddy Killers, right? It's sick. We yeah. we actually have like way more stuff we're working on, but I haven't been able to touch. Like we have another finished drum and bass one. And then we have like, they want to work on like some dubstep stuff too. So Exchange. that'll be sick. Yeah. It's cool working with them because like, I've, I've said this a few times where, like, a lot of, uh, like, dubstep people can make a drum and bass tune. And it sounds like a dubstep person making a drum and bass tune. But if you send something like that to OG legends like Teddy Killers, they can put, like, that sprinkle on it that, like, the, the tune was, like, really developed when I sent it to them. But they sent it back and I was like, this is so much fucking better. It's so cool. Like, they just killed it. It's all, like, the subtle differences. Yeah. And that's why I feel like people should be, like, artists should be more receptive and open to, like, collaborating with other artists and other genres. Yeah. Like, because you can just learn so much. Because I feel like it's, like, an analogy is, like, a, a guitarist picking up bass or a bassist picking up guitar. Yeah. And it's, like, the bass, like, you can totally play it if you know how to play guitar, but you may not know how to really, like, play it, you know? You can also tap into that, uh kind of like first six month era of like where you can just grow and like absorb all this knowledge before you start to plateau. And it's like a really stimulating feeling like when you're producing in the first two months and it's like, this is my first drum beat. Like this is sick. And then yeah. like, Whoa, I made my first this growl. This is sick. Like I feel like going through a new genre almost like re sparks that like initial love for creating anything in the first place. So I, I definitely is a go-to technique of mine when I'm, like, having gnarly writer's block or just, like, am struggling with bass music, you know, I'll, like, try to write, like, a hyper-pop song or house music or whatever, you know, just to... It's like that producer bug. Yeah. That, like, when you first start... I have, like, a Patreon where I do, like, beginning lessons with, like, kids yeah. and shit, and I know you teach lessons, too. Yeah, I haven't in a while, but... Yeah, yeah well, now to. you're, like, yeah. back to normal. Yeah. Are you doing that a lot over COVID? Um, a bit. Mm -hmm. Like, when I got, like, a big surgery bill for my dogs thing I was like oh I'm gonna take on some lessons and like I didn't even ask for anything but I was like yo I'm gonna do some lessons I want to pay for this and people just started like paying oh for it. I, I can't was, imagine like, it was like one of those situations where I was like wow this community goes hard like for the right stuff like, I've always know. said like the the people who support this community and the fans in it will spend their last dollar to support yeah. artists and it was their last crazy. dollar to support festivals even Kazo messaged me and was just like Hey, let me know how much to cover it and I'll pay the whole thing. And I was like, please don't do that. Like, I can't oh take, God. I didn't want handouts at all. I was like looking to give lessons and I love giving lessons and I love streaming. And I kind of pride myself on making, you know, taking really like gnarly techniques and kind of breaking them down and making them more absorbable and kind of like, see, this isn't like 
like layering isn't mm-hmm. like this mind fuck of like knowing how to put everything. There's so many fun ways to approach it and like trying to push people into that area, like a step out of their comfort zone is like where a lot of cool stuff is going to happen with production. So it's like a mindset too. And it's like from a, from a far away view, it's so intimidating and it's so like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know how to do this. Yeah. And then when you get somebody like yourself where it's like either YouTube videos or lessons, it's just so easy. Just to even have an hour with someone to be like, yeah. how the fuck did you do that? Yeah. And it's heartwarming too, to like help someone. But I've noticed like newer um, producers, they just get that bug where they're like, yeah, I haven't slept in four days and I just keep making music. But it's cool when you like get into a new genre because what you said, it kind of re-arises like Yeah, that. yeah. I, I definitely uh, hit that era like kind of late too. Like I graduated Icon and I was grinding was at Icon. It was sick. And it was like really in its prime. Just like there were very minimal tutorials, minimal sample packs. There weren't people like Virtual Riot, Twitch streaming, showing like how you can do anything you need to do. So like it was amazing just for the kick in the ass of like you're doing music 40 hours a week to pass this. And then yes. like graduated from there at the end of 2015 and immediately became a full time sound designer for somatics. So like I had the hours like and at the end of the day, like hours are so important. And, you know, I was like pushing myself to levels of like vitamin D deficiency, like not leaving my studio in like 18 hours straight, Holy like shit. just like doing dumb stuff like that. But yeah. like, it pays off at the end of the day. It's it does. Not and the best approach the balance, mentally. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it is, it is about, I feel like that's a very common thing that I hear where you just really go all in. And then once you get to a certain level, you're like, okay, let's find some like work life balance because yes. it's so easy to just have this be your whole life. Yeah. You know? It definitely bottomed out for me in COVID when I got, like, really sick and really skinny. And I was, like, prioritized, like, my, you know, dieting and gym and fitness and stuff over everything. And then everything, like, kind of fell back into place naturally. Like, the, 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 like, stress is, like, the root of everything that people just ignore and brush off. Like, stomach issues, like, sleep issues. Like, everything can, like, veer back to that. And a lot of that was, like, tapped into my writing where I was, like... I need to be this good and this much better than this last song. And every time I would write, I, all these health symptoms were flaring up. And I was like, this is a bad, I can't do this like relationship with music if it's going to be this hard on my body. So I had to like go back a few steps and like work on myself before even like trying to write anymore. So, so what did you do? Because like, not to get like personal or anything, but like I've gone through some stuff like ever since COVID yeah. where I have like the stomach issues and my chest pain and shit like that. So it's like, what are some things that you've done I mean, that have helped you? Like I I do a lot of things. Like I, I try to, if I'm working or not going to the gym, I try to take like three walks a day with my dog. Like I have a dog too. So I, I'm yeah, totally on I've I've literally lately. quadrupled my hydration. Like I just carry around a giant thermoflask. I, I've cut a lot of preservatives and cook more and I exercise five to six times a day. I meditate. I take cold showers. I take supplements. Like I'm, I'm in for the long haul of like, what's going to make me feel the best I can feel, you know? Meditation is something that I've really been um, inquiring to look into. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it can help a lot. I get why. I I can't really like Zen myself out or like sit there and like, I'm going to (laughs) relax myself, but there's breathing techniques called, there's this one called the Wim Hof breathing where you like, overly pump your body with oxygen and then you like deprive it for two minutes and then take a super deep breath after and it literally like 
boosts your immune system. Like it, it, I, I have a lot of brain fog issues. It literally just like sucks the brain fog out of my head. Like I'll do it if I'm feeling really foggy or dizzy or anything. And I'll literally feel like a brand new person. Like That's it amazing. stimulates you a lot and, and it builds your body's natural tolerance to like how you take stress or like stressful situations. Same with the cold showers. Good for your skin. Good for your hair. Builds your body's tolerance to stress. All these things help me so much. So I, I just start like flashing myself with cold water after every shower. And it got refreshing to the point where I kind of like crave it. You yeah. know? I want to do like cryo immersion therapy and like get in a tub full of ice. But I haven't quite like worked my way there yet. Yeah, it's like you're <laughs> almost there. But that's amazing to hear that like yeah. it, it, it sometimes takes everything stopping kind of like COVID to be take that step back and be like, okay, I need to address these things. Let's fucking figure it out. Because long-term, you're going to be in, I'm sure even now you're in such a better position. Yeah, 100%. Especially like flying for a show, you know, like before, like I had no idea what was going on. I was convinced I had like some sort of, you know, I had been misdiagnosed with Crohn's disease by two different doctors and tested negative, tested negative, got cameras in my stomach. They're like, everything looks good. And I'm like, what, what, what do I do here? Like I've, the craziest inflammation issues, like it just all—it's just an accumulation of things. Like uh, I'm, I'm saying, stress was anxiety was probably the root of it. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that's so wild, and I feel like I hear it once like people open up. I feel like a lot of us have those same underlying issues, and it's like everyone yeah. has to find the way that they deal with it correctly. Yeah. Um, but that's fucking crazy. So your pup. You don't mind me asking, doing okay? Amazing. Yay. Yeah. What kind of dog you have? It's I a told. beagle, foxhound, basset hound mix. So it's like a three-way hound hybrid, just chunk, like Cutie. giant ears, like the sweetest, most passive dog ever. Yes. She, she had that gnarly surgery all the way down the front of her nose. They 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 said at the vet it was the craziest procedure they've ever done. They found like a forest of hair and cysts like all under her head and like removed it all and they were like we think she's going to be fine and like she's seems relieved and happy and like uh just like healed up so well so it was the best thing of my life that she was uh didn't need to go back in or anything that's amazing that's yeah that makes you so happy we have um a mini husky uh border collie there's such so much personality and and i could never imagine like do you have your studio at home yes yeah so it's like it's like a studio pup and like it's just there's this energy that dogs bring especially to give you a break from like sitting inside all oh yeah it's it just all of the benefits definitely i feel that like if i ever do get really anxious or like angry about something like I go and like pet my dog and like play with her and I just like am smiling and and when you smile you release like chemicals that make yeah. you happier so like that's another funny thing I do that I feel like makes me look like a psychopath like I'll be walking my dog just like like smiling at nothing I'm like this is good for my brain I need to do this I like, can do this oh absolutely <laughs> when someone sees me out of the window they're like that guy's a serial killer 100% no I feel you <laughs> but it's just like whatever fuck it it's like if it's good for you it's good for you yeah so on the music side of things I know you've been steadily releasing but is there a is there a new EP on the way are there some new singles are you trying some stuff out we're rolling stuff out I have like one of my favorite tunes uh, coming out like next it's with Jaquie it's like uh, really Jordan. cool yeah Jordan's the so shit so the shit he's, he's the great. shit he's a good good he friend of mine next yeah. he is so 100% good. I will do whatever it takes to put him on too like he deserves that 
Like, I brought him out at WW and played the new song, and, like, I'll do that any chance I can get. Like, if I'm doing stuff in Canada or wherever he is, like, he's coming to support the show 100%. Yes. I don't care if I have to pay out of pocket That's for him amazing. to play it, you know. He's like, so talented. Yeah, he's he cool. sent me the Behemoth flip. He had been sending me stuff for a while because he did a mix for my radio yeah. show. And, like, when he sent me that, I was like, boy, like, everything he sends me is just, like, love, love. Yeah, love, he love, gets love, better love, every love. time. I love it. He always bounces stuff off of me, and, and he sends some really impressive stuff. Which that new one he sent, he sent the whip of it and was like, should I finish this? I don't really like it. And I was like, send me the project file. And I did like this session on it and sent it. And he was like, holy fuck, this is crazy now. And I was like, yeah. you just need that little, you just need to follow, see it through, you know. But, Definitely. Uh, it's cool to have like a mentor too, like yourself to like take someone kind of like under your wing to an extent yeah. and be like, hey man, like I'm here I, for you. I did sessions with him a really long time ago that I had me. like forgotten about. And then I was like, bro, your stuff is crazy now. Like. It's crazy, and it's just hours. Like what yeah. you were saying earlier, it's just hours and work that you put in. And it's like some people just don't understand sometimes that it's like literally just the time that you're willing to put into yourself and like your project. Yeah, that man's improve. grinding to yeah. this day. He's hard on himself. He's like, we'll send me six sick tunes he did the month and then be like, bro, I couldn't write anything today. I was like, stop writing. You're writing like way too much. Yeah. And then I burnt myself tweet, out like that. He's like, too. I have writer's block. I'm like, what do you mean? You literally, yeah, like you just sent me something the other week. Yeah. No, but I'm very happy for him. That's awesome that you guys have collab. First collab coming out, right? You've never yeah, worked we have more that we have like okay. worked on, but yeah, this is the first one coming out. That's really sick. And you already played today? You're playing later? I played last night with Dion. Last night. Yeah. Okay, how was that? Super sick. Yeah. Like, uh, me and Dion have done a shitload of like mess around back-to-backs at the end of the Neon Phantom Tour we, th- we did with Dubloads. We would back-to-back at the end of all those. But um, it was cool. We didn't plan much, and we just had fun, and it went really well. It was super distinguishable who was doing what. There was a really nice, like, balanced dynamic of, of company stuff, Dion stuff, and then, like, a good middle ground of, like, this kind of fits with both of them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, definitely. Did and you I'll, play on this stage? Yeah, we played there at 7.30, um, right after Hero Bust, and... Uh, yeah, there was a lot of, like, us being excited about each other's ideas. Like, he plays something, and I'm like, fuck off, what is this? And same shit for, like, when I would play stuff, so. No, that's fire. I'm glad to hear it went well. And, like, the B2Bs are always fun when they're, like, with someone who you yeah. genuinely enjoy They can with. be stressful where you're, like, loading into a tune that you don't know where it's going, if there's, like, a tempo change or this yeah. or that. Is this a buildup? I don't know, so. When you do those, do you usually plan ahead? No, we didn't. I, I have before. But, like, I think it's best to just do, like, I'll do two or three songs. You do two or three songs. I'll be like, hey, mix out on an impact. Or, like, hey, build up in eight bars. Like, I try to communicate as much as I can. I have all my hotkeys set up to make it easier, you know, yeah. stuff like that. That's the key is, like, keeping the consistency and, like, letting it breathe for, like, one yeah. second. But, though, that's fucking dope. Um, I greatly appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, that I'm was really great. I'm really excited to hear that you're doing better yes. and you're fucking ready to get back into hell it. Hell, yeah. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much, guys. Of course, hell, yeah. New thank music you. soon. Live from Forbidden Kingdom. See you guys. See ya. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the XO Podcast. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you that are return listeners and viewers. It means the world to me. And do not forget to check out my Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash this is Lizzie Jane for a first opportunity to hear these podcasts ad free. Give us some input who you want to see on the podcast, ask questions, one on one lessons, group lessons, live streams, and so much more. This is Lizzie Jane, and I'll see you next week for another episode of the EXO Podcast.